Hello, all of you beautiful people who listen to this podcast. Welcome to episode eight. How is everybody doing? Right this moment, I am feeling really joyful. Renee and I just got back from a little excursion to Zurich. We got our first haircut in, well, for me, it's been eight months, which is a little bit embarrassing to admit because that's a really long time. And I think for Renee, it was like four or five months. So we both came back looking really cleaned up and sharp and I love getting my hair cut. I always feel like it's such a wonderful way to reset my energy. And I actually wasn't going to cut off that much of my hair. Um, but my hairdresser realized that my last haircut was a bit of a catastrophe. So he had to take off quite a bit. And I've kind of got this bob thing going on right now, which even though it's a bit of a surprise and I wasn't expecting my hair to be this short, I think I'm really digging it. And I don't know about anybody else, but especially when I get kind of a drastic haircut like this one, I mean, it's not super drastic, but you know, drastic by my standards, I feel like it, it affects my personality a little bit. And I feel like this one makes me feel kind of, kind of silly and playful and, and it's really fun. But this episode is not about my haircut. So um, if that's where you thought this episode was going, please do not worry. Even though I could probably do a whole episode about haircuts. I, I do love them. But today's episode is actually about an experience that I had last week, which I felt would be really relevant to share to share on this podcast. And this experience was a five-day water fast that I decided to do. So before I dive into talking all about that, I do want to give a little bit of a disclaimer. So I am by no means a medical professional or an expert on this topic. I am purely speaking from my own experience and if you're interested in water fasting or any other type of fast, I highly encourage you to do your own research and to speak with a reliable health professional first. And I'll also say that fasts certainly aren't for everyone. So it is really important to do your own research and to make a decision that will best support your health. So with that said, I will now go into talking about my experience last week. So this is something that I've been wanting to try for a while and I've done different types of fasts in the past, but I've never done a pure water fast before. And even though I've been intrigued by this for a while, I've always been a little bit scared of it because it just seemed a bit extreme and I just, I didn't know how my body would react, but it was really interesting because for about the past month, 
I just water fasts kept popping up on my radar. So particularly in just random podcast episodes that I would listen to, the guests or the hosts would talk about how they had just done done a water fast. So it was really getting to the point where I felt like I was getting this pretty clear sign that a water fast is something that would be beneficial for me to look at more closely. Um, and I'm definitely the kind of person when I have something pop up on my radar that frequently, I pay attention and I get intrigued. So um, as I was listening to some of these podcast episodes where people were talking about their water fasts, I also came across this book called the, I believe it was called, hold on, let me look at my notes. It was called the, or it is called the transformational power of fasting. And the author's name is Stephen Herod Buner. I hope I pronounced that correctly, but I will put that in the show notes. And I looked up this book and it just so spoke to me because this person didn't only write the book from a perspective of the physical effects that fasting can have on you, but also the emotional and the spiritual effects. And actually those last two things, I was much more interested in exploring than the physical part. So first of all, to be clear, I by I had zero interest in doing this fast to lose weight. But I also recognize that fasting can have um, a lot of really wonderful physical benefits. So again, I encourage you to do your own research here. I'm not an expert, um, but what I can share from the research that I've done is that essentially after the first three days of water fasting, your body goes into a state of deep repair and deep cleanup and deep healing. So that did really speak to me. Um, but beyond that, I was also just really curious about the spiritual and the emotional effects of fasting, especially because in the past year, I've done a lot of really deep emotional work, um, a lot of work centered around really digging up um, buried and repressed emotions and working on releasing those. And I just had this sense that doing this fast would support me with accessing a deeper layer of that work. So I was really curious if if that, if that would be something that would come out of this. And finally, I just also really love doing little experiments on myself um, and kind of seeing what happens. I see it, especially something like a fast, I see it kind of like you're going on a little internal adventure. Um, so I was just intrigued by that and also looking at it through the lens of creativity, when I do something like this, I'm always curious how it's going to affect my ability to receive inspiration, my ability to tap into flow states, and my ability to manifest creatively. So that's also something that was kind of on my radar as I was embarking on this fasting adventure. So those are, so those were essentially my intentions for doing this. And 
I thought I'd just kind of go through the whole experience with you guys, um, share share with you a little bit what I did to prepare for the fast, um, what the experience was like during the fast, and then also some of the things that I experienced after the fast. And then also just some key takeaways I got from the whole experience and things I wish I would have told myself, things I wish someone else would have told me before. Um, just want to share those with you, just in case anybody else is is intrigued by doing this. And also know that there's so many different ways of, appro- of approaching a fast. It doesn't have to be a pure water fast. People do juice fasts. Um, there's all sorts of different types of fasts. So again, I really, if, if this is something that speaks to you, um, I really encourage you to kind of dig around and see what resonates with you so you can choose an experience that best matches where you are at right now in your life. So in terms of preparing for the fast, um, probably it would have been better if I would have prepared a little bit more extensively. Um, but I just kept reminding myself that, you know, there at the end of the day, there is no fasting police. And while there may be more ideal ways of doing things, I was really kind of just working with what I had. And um, I did... I did want to do this fast kind of as soon as possible because like I shared, we just arrived in Zurich and even just this week, we're going to start seeing our friends again. And I I didn't want to be socializing and fasting at the same time. So I did want to move into this experience kind of as quickly as possible. So really... All that I did to prepare for the fast was to read this this wonderful book, the transform the transformational power of fasting, and then I dove into two days of just having blended veggie drinks. So um, I opted for instead of doing just juices, I actually prefer to blend um, blend the veggies and still have some of the fiber in there. I just feel like it's better in terms of um, assimilating sugars. Um, so I just did kind of my own little blended veggie concoctions with um, cucumber and lemon and avocado. And I mean, I just kind of allowed myself to get creative. There wasn't a specific um, recipe that I followed or anything. And I will also say that um, I follow a pretty balanced diet in general. So I didn't feel like I had to do kind of a cleansing diet before embarking on this. Um, I'd really recommend, depending on where you are at with your eating, um, you might want to do kind of a resetting diet before you go into, into your fast but again, that's something that I think is so individual and so personalized. So I'm not going to go into too much depth in terms of, you know, what I think you should do, because at the end of the day, you are your own authority and you know best what's for your body. And yeah, I felt pretty balanced in my body before I began this process. So I really only felt like the two days of 
Um, I really only felt like I needed the two days of the blended veggie drink and then, and then I was good to go. And, and then it began. Um, so I will say the actual water fast, the blended veggie drink phase was, was still pretty manageable. Um, and I was still able to do a little bit of work during this time, but the actual, Five days of water fasting, I found extremely challenging. And I am not saying this to discourage you, um, quite the opposite. I just want to be really open about my experience that I had. And I wish I could be like, oh my gosh, it was so magical and euphoric. And yeah. I really found the entire fasting period pretty challenging, but you know, that was okay. And I will also say, I feel like with something like fasting, actually, while I was doing it, I was thinking about how I want to repeat this exercise, uh, maybe every year, maybe every other year. I really feel like in a way it's it's kind of like a practice and each time you do it you access a different layer and you have a completely different experience with it and I'm really curious to try it again and to see um what my experience will be like then then but I will say yeah this first time was pretty challenging both mentally and physically. So physically, I felt incredibly weak. And this was such an interesting experience because normally I feel very strong and energized in my body. And, you know, I have a lot of energy to walk around and do yoga and all, all sorts of things. But I, I mean, there were literally days where I even struggled to sit up. So uh, which is crazy. Um, and it's crazy how quickly that goes away once you have food again, uh, which I'll get into. But yeah, um, yeah, I felt very weak physically. So I really, I, I spent a lot of time pretty much lying on my bed, which doesn't sound very fun, but actually, I feel like it was just what I needed because another reason I wanted to do this fast is because I've become very intrigued by what happens when we spend more moments just being with ourselves. Because I feel like, especially the world that we live in right now, there's just so many opportunities for distraction. And some of those distractions are great. I mean, it's wonderful when we go out and we spend time with our friends and, you know, when we, when we're working on projects that bring us joy and, you know, there's so many wonderful things out in the outside world, but I feel like there's a lot of gifts and a lot of healing that can come from just simply being with ourselves. And I think one of those gifts is that emotions can come up within us 
and rise to the surface and then move through and out of us. And I've talked about this in different flavors before, maybe even a little bit on this podcast. I know I've talked about it a little bit on Instagram. Um, and I feel like that's just so important. And I don't feel like this process of emotions moving through us has to be, you know, super dramatic and explosive and crying. It can literally just be, you know, you might feel uncomfortable and you allow yourself to just sit with that discomfort for half an hour and that's okay. Um, so I definitely had quite a few moments of that. Um, and you know, I, I didn't spend all day doing that because, um, at this point in my life, I think that would have been a little bit too challenging. So when I did feel like I needed, you know, a little bit of external stimulation, I found that listening to inspiring podcasts was really wonderful. Interestingly enough, I I almost couldn't look at screens. So I almost couldn't look at my computer screen. I almost couldn't look at my cell phone screen. I was so sensitive to it. And I felt like it's kind of difficult to describe, but I felt like when I looked at my screen, it just completely threw me off energetically. I just felt kind of out of whack. And you already feel kind of out of whack when you're fasting. So you basically don't want to do anything that's going to make you feel even, you know, more kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, really interesting. Screens did not resonate at all. And I had to be on them a little bit because there were a few tiny work tasks that I had to get done, um, that I just had to get done during that time. But I definitely, I definitely felt that. So that was really interesting. But at the same time, it was wonderful because I've been, I've been wanting to take a break from, looking at my Instagram and looking at YouTube every day for a while now. And it was so nice to just be in a place where looking at those things just didn't even feel appealing at all anymore. So that was really wonderful. Then the other thing I experienced during the fast, which I knew I would think about food a little bit, obviously, because you're, you're fasting, but I had no idea to the extent to which I would be obsessing over food. I, and I really thought it was kind of funny. I, I literally could not stop thinking about food and thinking about what I was going to eat when I was going to start eating again and, and dishes that I wanted to cook and restaurants that I wanted to explore. I was literally obsessed with food during this fast. And in a way, I'm not surprised because I am a, a real foodie and food is my passion. And I feel like this fast just amplified this by like times 10. Um, and it was really funny because um, my mom actually joined me on the fast and I don't think she thought about food as much as I did, but I, yep, I was definitely obsessing about food all the time. And the other interesting thing is, is that I had very specific cravings. So for some reason, the things that, the specific things that I was craving during this fast was hard boiled duck eggs, buffalo mozzarella, and, and like, greens, really dark leafy greens. So I was specifically craving those things. So that was really, really interesting too. And I actually think those specific cravings are, are really actually what your body 
needs at that point in time. And obviously you're not going to eat it um, while you're fasting, but I really feel, I really felt like I was getting very clear signals about what kinds of foods would be good for me once I broke the fast. So that was really, really interesting. And another interesting thing was that even though I'm, I love coffee and I drink coffee every day, I pretty much went off coffee cold turkey during the fast. So from one day to the next, I just stopped having it. And I didn't have any symptoms of caffeine withdrawal, which is really interesting because in the research that I did leading up to the fast, I did read that that can be a common side effect that you, um, you know, that you get like a headache for, for one or two days because, you, because of the caffeine withdrawal. But I didn't experience that at all, which I was actually really grateful for. So it was very nice not to, not to have that. Um, and I'd say the other thing that I was experiencing during the, the fasting phase was that I had a lot of trouble sleeping. And I think another reason for that was that, that a full moon was coming up. And I normally um, have kind of restless sleep um, in the nights leading up to full moon. So that that in combination with the fast, I definitely experienced, I want to say four out of the five nights I had trouble sleeping. So um that was definitely not ideal but i did also read in that in the fasting book that you might not sleep as much during the fast but then that you sleep very well again after the fast so i was like okay this is only five days i'll just i'll, I'll deal with it but interestingly enough um even though my sleep wasn't great i wasn't I didn't feel sluggish during the day in the same way that I do when I can't sleep while I'm eating. So that was another interesting experience um, to have. So yeah, I wish I could say the, the actual fasting period was a little bit easier, but it, for me, it really wasn't. Um, but again, don't let that discourage you. Um, because everybody experiences fasts differently. I know some people, uh, while they're still in the fasting phase, will have days where they feel euphoric or really wonderful or really light. So there's just so many, there's so many different ways your body can respond to a fast. So definitely don't take my experience and decide that you're never going to do a fast. Also, because now we're going to get to how I felt after the fast, which was very different and very wonderful. Um, so first of all, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I broke the fast. So it is recommended that you break the fast as gently as possible. And um, uh, in this book I read, it does recommend that, you know, you kind of start with juices and, and um, steamed veggies and that you should actually avoid dairy and that kind of thing. But it, like I shared with you, I had this weird, crazy craving for hard-boiled duck eggs up until the very last moment of doing the fast. And I was talking to my mom about it and she's like, you know, maybe you should just listen to your body. And I do really, um, over the past 10 years or so, I have really developed a very intimate relationship with my body and I do feel very connected to my body and I feel like 
for the most part, I can really hear what it's trying to tell me. So I thought I'd just be a bit of a fasting rebel. And I did start with a kind of a green juice veggie drink thing in the morning. And then a few hours later, I did have some salad with a bit of hard boiled egg in it. And I was completely fine. And it was so interesting because like I said, during the fast, I was, I felt incredibly physically weak. And literally after just having that little, so that having that little bit of juice, having that little bit of salad, it was like immediately my energy, um, my energy and my strength returned and I felt so amazing for the rest of the day. So that was, it was really cool to experience such a sudden shift. And another big thing, so it's been only two days um, since I've broken the fast, so not that much time has passed. So I'm sure um, uh, if I were to share this with you a few days later, I'd have even more kind of observations to share in terms of the after effects of the fast. Um, but another big thing I've noticed is that I am so much more focused um, than I was before I did the fast. I can literally sit at my desk working on a task for like two or three hours, whereas in the past, you know, I'd get up much more and I'd allow myself to be distracted more. And I think part of this also comes again from just spending much less time on on, on social media and, and also spending more time just being with myself and being with being okay with being uncomfortable um, and kind of strengthening that muscle. Um, and it's interesting because I feel like that's translated into my work now and also into my creative work when I'm working on a creative project. Um, as soon as it starts feeling kind of uncomfortable, I'm. it's easier for me to just kind of sit through that discomfort and to keep kind of chugging along um, instead of trying to go off and find a distraction somewhere. So that's really, really cool. Um, and I'll, I'll, I also have, I feel like my energy is much more sustained. So um, like a meal will really, when I have a meal now, it really fills me up with a bunch of energy and I can keep going for like um, three, four hours without having a snack or anything. Um, and I'm also much, much calmer. So I've noticed myself like today I had a business meeting and I was just so, and I guess this goes along with, with the being focused part. I was just so calm and Zen during the meeting. And I was really able to listen and take in what the other person was sharing with me. Um, and I just feel like everything is kind of moving more slowly for me but in a really wonderful way. So that's really awesome as well. And I would say the, the final benefit I've noticed so far is that I still don't have a desire to go on social media. Like even just the thought of going on Instagram and scrolling through stories or whatever just so doesn't appeal to me. Um, which again, I'm not saying that stories is bad and I, I love using stories. I love going on stories, but right now consuming social media just doesn't feel like it resonates. And if anything, I feel much more kind of tapped into 
into my creation mode and I feel much more excited about creating right now than consuming. So that's a really, really cool shift that has occurred and I'm, I'm curious and excited to see how that's going to translate into my creative projects in the days and weeks that lie ahead. Um, so that's pretty much my whole experience with the fast thus far. And I think I'll, I'll, um, in next week's episode, when I do the intro for that, I'll give you a little update in case I noticed anything else in terms of the after effects of the fast, because I, f I feel like for me, I really, really noticed the benefits more in the aftermath math versus during the fast which like I said, was quite challenging. Um, so I just want to still share a few takeaways that I got from doing the fast. So things that, um, you know, I wish I could have told my, my past self from two weeks ago when she decided to embark on this adventure. So I started the, I started with doing a five day water fast. I actually wish I would have just set myself the goal of doing three days um, because it is a really challenging experience. And especially if you've never done it before, you really have no idea how your body and being is going to react. And I think doing it for three days is a good solid time to, um, you know, still have a substantial experience, but, um, but it's not five days, <laughs> which um, five days was pretty challenging. But nonetheless, it was still important for me to, since I had set that goal, it was important for me to complete the five days um, because, and I didn't mention this at the beginning, but actually another reason why I wanted to do this fast was because I really wanted to strengthen that part of myself that, that completes projects because something I am working on right now is actually finishing things and pulling things to their completion when I set the intention out to do them, no matter how challenging they get in the middle. Um, I really, I really want to strengthen that muscle within myself and um, I felt like doing this fast would be a powerful way of, of working on that. So for basically for that reason, it was really important for me to complete the whole five days. And the other reason I completed the whole five days was because I had a fasting buddy, my mom, um, which that's my second recommendation, even though I actually wasn't planning on having anybody do the fast with me, my mom spontaneously decided to join me, which in retrospect, I'm so grateful that she did because it was really helpful to have someone there um, kind of going through that experience with you. Um, and it also really kept me going. I, 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 because I did feel like if I would quit, I would be not I wouldn't not that I'd be letting her down, but I'd just be leaving her alone in the experience. And because I already knew what the experience was feeling like, I just didn't like the idea of leaving someone else alone in that. Um, so for that reason too, it was really important for me to 
to finish the whole five days. So, so takeaway, takeaway number two, having a fasting buddy. Then the third one I'll say is having, is creating as supportive of a location for yourself to have this experience as possible. So we did have a very supportive experience here. Um, I, you know, we were at home and, and it was wonderful. And even though our, our respective husbands, so my dad, my, my mom's husband and my husband, Renee, were there. They were still eating, but, you know, they were supporting us in the experience. Even though they were there, they were totally supportive. And obviously our, our home felt very nurturing and, 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 and loving and supportive. I, I feel in the future especially if I were to do an even longer fast, but even even if it were just five days, I might seek out something like a retreat center or a secluded Airbnb or somewhere where I am truly, where I really feel like the whole environment is there to support me with this experience. Um, I feel like if I were to do a shorter fast, like three days, maybe not so much. So again, I don't, I don't want my saying that to discourage anyone from doing a fast because they feel like they can't go to go away to a retreat center, um, by no means, but I have recognized, certainly recognized the value of having a space like that, um, to support a fasting experience. Um, then the fourth thing I'll say is to have either a very reduced workload or ideally no work because it is really quite challenging to get work done, um, while you're fasting. Yeah. So again, if, if, if you're not in a place where you can take time off from, from work, I'd recommend, you know, maybe picking, if you have a three day weekend coming up, you could use that to do a three day water fast or even just explore doing two days. Um, but yeah, definitely working during a fast, especially water fast is quite challenging. Um, and then the final two things that I found really supportive were meditation. So meditation really helped me get into a really grounded, calm state. And then also reading this book about fasting. So again, I'll I'll link that down below. Um, I found that to be really wonderful and supportive. Yeah, friends, that's my little summary on my water fasting experience. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this offered some insight. I actually, when I was doing the fast, like I said, I was listening to podcasts. I actually tried to seek out as many podcasts as possible that spoke about water fasting. And I realized that I actually couldn't find that many. And I wish I would have had more at my fingertips to listen to, to kind of support me with moving through that experience. So that's another reason why I wanted to create this episode to support um, future fasters if they're looking for resources or just looking for um, people talking about their fasting experience. So I hope this was helpful. If you are enjoying this show, if you're enjoying the Creative Manifestation podcast, 
I would so love it if you could rate and review it on iTunes. Um, I already have two wonderful, heartwarming reviews, which I am so grateful for. And um, yeah, if you feel inspired to leave me a review, I'd so appreciate that. And I will see you guys all in the next episode.